You're pretty salacious. <laughs> salacious. I think saying you want to sleep with somebody is positive, personally. I'm Heather. <laughs> this is Leslie. <laughs> I'm working it. I just feel that he would want to talk to me if he knew how much time that we've given to him and that he's going to be here. Is Jordan Knight his real name? Yes. It is? It is. With a K? N-I-G-H-T? K-N- yeah. That's and his real name? Yes. And he has many siblings, not just the one in the band, John, Interesting. And they're all Knights. K-N-I-H-T. We should be in a spelling bee. <laughs> I would I would lose. <laughs> I am not a good speller. So, I had to think about how to spell night just now. I'm like K N I. Wait, I didn't even spell it right. It's hard to spell aloud. It really is. It's a talent. Uh, you just did it. But when I did it, I think I spelled night K N I H T, and I forgot to change. <laughs> okay. Well, you have to spell it without one of the letters if you're going to put it on a vanity license plate. That's true. Yeah. We could do it that way. There's not enough space. Like, I love, I could do I love night N-I-T. Okay. Speaking of vanity license plates, I just have to tell you about this. So there was a point in my life where I had a crush on a dude named Nathan. I got to stop you. So with all my stories... Or your stories of me of things that I do. All your sentences begin with, there was this guy that I had a little crush on. <laughs> Are you serious? You have many crushes throughout your life. And you remember them, which I love. So, okay. Nathan, right? I didn't know I did that. You do it. You have many crushes. <clears throat> it's good. Those okay. are healthy. Uh, maybe. A robust. I have a very active imagination, and I like to pre-screen and run through our entire relationship in my head before I decide if I want to talk to them. And if our relationship doesn't go well, then I'm like, on to the next. Um, in your head. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I want to save time. When I was briefly on Tinder, like, no one could get down with my questions. Like, I would not meet up with someone and go on a date with someone until they answered a series of questions. One of the most important questions, if you could be in a room with any five people, I want to know what five people you'd be in the room with. I feel that the people that you answer have to be really, really awesome and impressive because it's always best to be, in my opinion, to be in a room with people who are far more interesting than you. Because why would you be in a room with people that find you to be the most interesting person? And if I am going to go out on a date with someone, I don't want them to need to be the most interesting person in the room. I need them to be chill with being the least interesting person in the room. Who would be your five? Um, Jesus Christ. Interesting. Oscar Wilde would also be on my list. That's, Sylvia Plath. That's a good one. Yeah. I love writers. I've never really thought about my five. You know that, what? But that's a solid three. It's because the answer doesn't matter. It just can't be such that you are the most important person in the room. So if the person that I, I ask is like, oh, my friend Tim, because Tim's my boy, I'm like, delete. Uh, did anybody really oh, say yeah. that? You've got to be kidding No me. one answered this question to my liking. I never went out with anyone from Tinder. as soon as you said that, I had not five, but I had two, which are my go-to, and they're it's two people you probably would never think. Like, no offense, but I probably wouldn't say you because – I mean, I can be in the room with you. But right. I'd want to be in a room with John Stewart and George W. Bush. And I'm not a Republican. Well, but... you'd be bringing George W. back to life. <laughs> no. George, oh, George... the young one that's still the, alive. Yeah. Yeah. W. Because I don't know. He just seems like a fun guy. And I have questions I'd like to ask about a lot of things that have happened to see. But yeah, I wouldn't. 
that wow, somebody said my friend Tim. I know. So long story short, Janelle's I have screener questions for my Tinder, Tinder people. Though, shouldn't your screener question be like, do you believe in protection? I mean, I don't know. It's Tinder. I don't think they're prepared for the screener questions. I wasn't you need to doing go and it right. For that, I wasn't okay. doing it right. Um, I had very bad luck with that. Do you know there's a new one called Coffee and Bagels? Do you know there's a new one called Wowzer for dog people to meet other dog people? <gasps> no, it's actually so new at this moment. It's not out yet. <laughs> I'm serious. It's real, though. It's real. I think that's a great idea. I know. They should sponsor us, too. I can't remember why I brought this dating screening thing up because I'm imaginative. I like to. Oh, crushes. So I had this crush on this guy named Nathan, and I had planned out our whole future. And in our future, my license plate would be N. Eight G R L Nate's girl. You had that planned out, but nothing ever happens with us. <laughs> so, but you already know what your vanity plate was going to be. But that's how far my mind goes into every crush. It's you know I have to be honest with you. That's not that strange. My Gmail address. I don't know if I've ever have I admitted this to you before. No, and I thought I had your Gmail. So my <laughs> Gmail address is Leslie Montgomery at gmail.com. However, I made that before my name was actually Leslie Montgomery, just in case I married my, who is now my current husband. It was when Gmail first came out and I didn't want like Leslie Montgomery 123. I just wanted my name. So I went and signed up for it, even though there was, we weren't engaged, nothing. I'm like, well, I can always not activate it. Right. So it's not so weird. I planned ahead for that. That is so smart. Best things I've ever done. Because now I have that email address. You own it. Forever. It's mine. I wish I'd done that with Heather Lee. Because there is a Heather Lee who is a porn actress. (laughs) There is a Heather Lee who is a professional female bodybuilder. Um, These are all not... Like, if you Google Heather Lee, I don't pop up first. It's happening. Let's see what's coming up. Everybody Google Heather Lee. How... L-E-E, right? And so the funny part is with the female bodybuilder thing, did I ever tell you about the boyfriend that I had with the fetish? Yes. We talked about that on our road trip. Why? (laughs) Not only did you just give away, but with a why. We're not friends on Facebook or anything, so I don't feel like someone could find him that easily. Might bleep it later if I'm feeling nice. Oh, yeah. The porn girl comes up number one. Wow. Ooh, no. That's terrible. Is that the porn actress you were thinking of? I don't You're rem- much prettier. Thank you. I don't remember what the porn actress looks like. Um, First of all, she's like, that's porn from 1971 or it's... something. She's got a Wonder Woman like gold outfit on. I mean, somebody is attracted to that because that's how fetishes work. Somebody is. So the Y and I were having what I thought was like a perfectly normal, like happy relationship. And... Then things started to get uncomfortable. Like we weren't talking. We weren't hanging out. It was like we were strangers living in the same apartment together. And I didn't understand it because we're both in our 20s. We should be having fun all the time. Like, And uh, one day we shared a computer and I worked nights at the time. So one day I went to the computer not not looking, not looking, not trying to snoop just to get on my email. And I sit down and his email is open on the screen. Always, always a mistake. Not on your end. And he went to great lengths to keep all of this stuff from me. So before I close it, I see that there's a reply from 
Buff Muff. For like a half second, I thought, Buff Muff, that's spam. And then the, the next half second, I thought, but why is there a reply? Like there's a conversation. Uh. So instead of like, oh, I don't have to worry about this. Wait, yes, I do, because it's a reply. I click on it. And there's this whole conversation about thank you for our session in D.C. last weekend. I really appreciate your donation to my art. Here's my website for future reference. Kisses love you type thing. Was your heart racing? Yes. And your stomach turning at the same time? Yes. That is the worst feeling. Everybody can relate to that feeling. So this is the moment where it was like full on, I'm looking through everything now. Because we had been living together for over two years. I mean, this- a new relationship. That's a long time. Right. And- And buff muff. Yeah. And what is this donation session? I mean, was this a monetary donation or a bodily fluids donation? I don't know anything at this point, but like what is going on? Okay. And also this trip, quote unquote, to D.C. was a work trip. So I'm like, okay. Well, it sounds like somebody was working. Right. So long story short, I discover... And I didn't even know this about computers at the time. You can have a whole other setup screen, like that front screen. You can have like a whole other screen of icons disguised on your computer. So if you like shift, shift, all of a sudden you have this other. I've discovered that by accident with like the cat walking on the keyboard. Yes. (laughs) That's how I have figured. But I would not know how to actually do that. I've just Donna, what is this? So on the other side of his computer, like the stealth mode of it, he is subscribed to all these bodybuilder, female bodybuilder porn sites that he's paying for. He's constantly downloading videos of a close-up of a bicep flexing for six minutes, just the bicep, just the calf leg lifts, like... Calf flexing? Yeah. I'm doing it now. Because now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not getting turned on. I'm, no. Because <laughs> I'm because you're because I'm your heterosexual normal? life partner friends. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I don't we need to move past this. Yes. I don't think that I do not think you're after me and vice versa. And I will never move past a joke. <laughs> OK. I will deal. keep coming back around deal. to it. Um, so I discovered just stuff that was turning my world around and. It wasn't the fetish that that I was upset by. It was the lie. The lying. Um, And when I confronted him about it, he continued to lie. And I was doing the the thing that chicks do where you tell them a little bit and you give them an opportunity to confess to everything. But then they don't. So then you tell them a little bit more and you just keep tossing the crumbs until they realize how you know. So it was one of those things where I'm like, tell me what you were really doing in D.C. last weekend. And then lies. And then who have you been talking to? And he starts naming people's names off. I'm like, I haven't talked to anyone. Tell me who this person is. Like, and then it was finally. Who brought up Buff Muff? You or I eventually brought it up after I had printed off every piece of evidence and everything. So then it became, I can't believe you've been snooping through my stuff. Oh, it always gets How can I trust you ever again? Um, How can I trust you? You're turned on by muscles yeah flexing and i was like i just gave you six opportunities to confess um not only have you made me feel completely unattractive for the last several months unwanted you know uninteresting but you've kept this secret from me about yourself now when i confront you you've lied six times in a row lies 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 and you have had the opportunity to confess so 
I'm going to need you to come back to the apartment, get anything you need, give me your keys, and you can come back exactly one time to pack everything up and then send a moving truck. We're done. This is it. Fetishes are a weird thing. And that's the thing that really hurt me. I was very willing to work with a fetish. Because it's not like he was looking... I mean, I don't know if he was physical with any of these women or if he actually was just watching them. Oh, so here's the story with Buff Muff, because I'm sure you're curious what happened. I am curious. He claims that they didn't actually have sex, that it was a worship session where he watched her flexing in person. Um, However, he had lied so many times at that point that I did not believe him. And I said, there's no way that I'll ever know the truth because every step of the way you've lied to me. And it's really hard for me to believe that you spent this very large amount of money as a donation just to watch this person flexing. I watch so many weird shows and a lot of it is based on murdery things as we've discussed. But I just watched something recently where the guy was married, um, but he was separated from his wife the reason is, and I, I guess his wife found out, but he had a fetish, and he, I think, was having an affair, but with another woman. She would, like, step on his hands, break his fingers, mm. and his fingers were all mangled, and, like, he got off on that. Mm-hmm. I do think for them there was more to it, and now, of course, I think of all these things, and I don't have titles to anything, so I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Fetishes are strange thing. I had a boyfriend once who I did the same thing. He had left me alone in his house. And I'm sorry. If you leave me alone in your house in a new relationship, like, it's not that I was looking for something. I'm just a, such a curious person. Like, if you left me in your house at this point in my life, I would not go through your stuff. I don't have anything to hide from you. I mean, the other day, we were talking about, like, just vague money issues. And I was like, I'll just tell you how much I make. And you're like, no, don't tell me it's okay. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And I'm that way too. Um, I did do a little snooping and I was younger then too. Now I think I wouldn't do that because if you have something else going on or are not interested in me, then I'm just going to turn away and walk away. I don't have time for that. I don't care. And I feel better about myself. In my late 20s, it was different times. You know, you grow up as a woman. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was snooping, and he was actually a doctor, like an MD Mm. doctor. He had a foot fetish that I didn't know about, and I never brought it up to him. But I found crazy stuff like erotic literature on it and pictures. What does erotic foot literature look like? Explain. It was like this tiny little book of stories, like short stories. Oh. And I really didn't read it because initially I didn't understand quite what I was looking at. Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt looking at the bicep. You're like, why is this attractive to somebody? I didn't get it. I don't get it. And I did never bring it up. That relationship didn't work out. We weren't living together. I had bigger fish to fry with him. It is something that I would never forget. And so far removed from the type of medicine he practiced, which was even stranger. Well, one thing that I realized in life now that I am in my 30s and I've met a lot of people, I feel like fetishes are more common than not, honestly. And I guess one of the reasons why I don't feel weird about them is because if they're not hurting people, 
fine. In, you can work together with it. Yes. And that I mean, can be healthy. It can. Obviously, you have to make decisions for yourself. If you find out that the person you're with has a secret fetish, hopefully you find out sooner than later and it's not years in like it was with me, which felt like a giant deception. And that was my breaking point, the lying portion of it. Well, and for you, you didn't know if there was more going on physically. So how can you physically be with somebody like that you don't trust that you because he didn't fess up? I'm so embarrassed. I've had this going on. I've sought help for it. Or I, you know, maybe we can work together, but you don't know. And you got to protect like your own health in that situation. Exactly. Sorry, I'm showing Heather phone calls. I'm getting on my phone. Right Should now. we answer them? We can pause. No. Okay. It's okay. This takes, Heather, you are my number one priority for the 47 minutes <laughs> that we're going to do this every week. Oh, I love Nothing it. else matters. So let's talk about, so we were talking about boyfriends and crushes and Tinder, which is not the, Tinder is the app for me in the future, not for you. Your coffee <laughs> beans and bagels, or what did you call it? Wowzer. Wowzer. Yeah. Wowzer. That's for you. Like we need, you need somebody to treat you as the princess that you are. I need somebody to treat me like a queen for the night. <laughs> That's how it works. So you were just on the wrong app. And I have faith in the future, should you ever need it. We'll just get you on the right app and you'll be fine. I See, and that's the funny thing, too. I'm a lot to handle because I feel that I, I know what I want. You're not a lot to handle. That's that's your Somehow somebody's convinced you of that. You're actually the easiest woman to be with for a man because you're not playing games. You know what you want. You're one of the most understanding, patient people that I know. I, I don't know if you if the lid hasn't been found yet for your size pot. Oh. Where you're kind of pot, but it's out there. Now you're being the therapist for me. I am. Well, I could do therapy. Yeah. I like it. Was that was the pot lid thing a therapy ish comment? It was really good. It was <laughs> um so no, the reason why this is the reason why I'm a lot. Just like you I lay it all out in the beginning because I don't want to waste anyone's time. It's kind of like my philosophy with jobs. I don't apply for jobs unless I'm going to take them because I don't want to waste people's time. I'm not messing around to try to get a raise at my current place, like and threaten. Yeah. Like that's you not don't me. play games. No. Men are very freaked out by that when I'm like my job will always be the most important thing in my life. At best, you'll be second. They freak out and they run away like because they're like, oh, I know so many men would be like, that's awesome. I can live my life. I can go play golf all weekend long and all night, too, because you have your own life. I know so many people that would appreciate that. Actually, I I want commitment Right out of the gate, I'm not down with just casually dating someone knowing that they're going to be dating other people while they're dating me. Because in my head, if this is our lifetime hallmark love story movie, I don't want the beginning to be tarnished by some other chick. So you can't date anyone while you're dating me. And I don't you know that hallmark movies are a bunch of syrupy BS and don't not care. real and it's not real life like don't care sometimes it's better to slowly move in and have them be like oh I'm dating so and so and three people and Heather is really the best so I am by choice going to move away from those other two to be with Heather and then they appreciate you for everything that you are like it's like you know when around Christmas time they send oh my god my analogies are on point today mm. the three different types of popcorn mm. there's like the plain popcorn the cheddar but then there's what's yeah, the, like a kettle corn the boy scouts proliferate this okay <laughs> so 
I mean, you taste all three, right? But there's a favorite that gets eaten down to the bottom first. Then, depending how desperate you are, you start eating the other two. But I don't want... You're the favorite popcorn. But I don't want to kiss somebody with my buttered popcorn lips and taste... The cheese popcorn on their lips. You would not do well in The Bachelor. No. Let's never try out for that. Never. See, I would love the challenge of winning on The Bachelor, so I'd be so down for that, but not The Bachelor because I think it's ridiculous. And if I was The Bachelorette with the choices... There wouldn't be a show because I would just interview (laughs) each of them before we started filming and be like, it's you. Let's do this. I know. You wouldn't even. I mean, you'd ask your five person question in the room and that would be it. But here's the thing that dudes do not like about me. This is this is probably the worst of the things because this makes them feel bad about themselves. And I didn't realize this until an old boyfriend of mine and I were speaking about it and he was so upset for so long knowing this which is I'm attracted to who someone is um as in like their personality their sense of humor their ambition and I'm attracted to men so thank you for pointing that out (laughs) I'm so much more relaxed I know now I don't care what you look like I don't care what you look like under your clothes none of this matters and I can guarantee I will not be physically attracted to you until I'm emotionally attracted to you. So you just have to be the other things. I'm not the girl that's on Tinder like, you're hot. It's like, I don't know if you're hot. Like, are you ambitious? What's your career? Like, and it's not because I want you to make a lot of money. I just want you to be excited about what you do for a living because that's a lot of your life. I mean, I do agree with you there. There's a big formula that makes people attractive to me. Mm -hmm. And so I think I probably would struggle on Tinder for that reason. Like, I don't like people who do not work or think that's important or expect a woman to support them. I like successful men. But my ex was so upset when he found out, when he point blank asked me, are you telling me you were not attracted to me on our first date? And I'm like, not any more than that server over there. Because he wanted the Hallmark fireworks. He wanted me to have some sort of primal. And I'm like, that's not how I work. That's not that's not who I am. Like, I'm attracted to the person and I'm attracted to men. So are you anatomically male? Yes, I want that. That's a plus. Am I attracted to your personality? I don't think he ever got over that. He wasn't the right person. So the right person that meets your criteria, which, by the way, You don't have, like, ridiculous, like, high criteria to have to meet. Like, these are basic, like, wants in a human being. Would not be threatened by that. I also can't be with someone who has kids. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I have a big enough ego that I need to be... That's honest. ...the most important person in their life, and I don't want to compete or feel competitive or jealous of their kids at any point ever. Their kids should, at many points, if not all points, be very important to them. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have to be jealous of their relationship with their kids. Now, it's totally okay if their job is more important than I am to them. But That's okay. You'll compete with the job. But another human, I I need to be the number one human. So that's hard. I'm, I'm ready. I'm taking notes and writing all I of this down. I just want you to understand as I stretch my leg out <laughs> into the Relaxing. sky. You're getting your chakra together. Mm-hmm. I, I Again, the kids thing is going to narrow your field down because of the age and depending, you know, what age group or 
you're looking for, but I don't think it's out of the question. Dating is tough at any age, and I have not dated in a long time, but I was telling you about the woman I had um, dinner with this week. She was showing me that app, the coffee beans and bagels, and it's hysterical. I've not heard of this. So we'll have to look it up. So apparently you initially, they give you like 2,000 coffee beans if you're a woman. I don't know if the guys get bagels or they are the bagel. I don't know. But in order to like somebody, like you can't just swipe. You have to spend your coffee beans on them. Oh, So you got to be careful who you're showing interest or sending a message to because it could cost you like 250 coffee beans. I like this. I li- Yeah, it was really, it was actually really fun and interesting to see. She is very successful, very strong, very smart. I mean, she, she she's pretty, she's, our she's competition. <laughs> she is our competition, <laughs> yeah. but she was showing me the type, the, and the men that were coming up for her. And I got to tell you, it was slim pickings, A. And she has gone out on a couple dates. But like you, she said, I cannot waste my time or be with somebody who does not mentally challenge me. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is, this is why I love her. She is a firecracker. She's self-motivated. She has her own business. She's a doctor. She's smart. Mm. But she doesn't want to be with Joe Schmo, who's just in it for the nine to five. And, you know, she needs somebody who can challenge her. Mm Mm-hmm. There, there's not a lot of them out. Where are you? Are you out there? Are they, where are they? Because I haven't met a lot, and she, everybody I talk to who's dated has not met a lot. But then they have to be there. I mean, this, the movies promise this to us. This is why you know those dystopian um, stories about. You're looking at the time. I, I, now I'm obsessed with the 47 minutes. Yes. Now, so. Um Maybe that's what we should name the podcast. 47 Seven minutes. minutes with Heather and Leslie. And yeah. you get less or what more, if it's you do. 47 minutes in heaven. Like seven, seven minutes, minutes in, in the heaven. closet or heaven. <laughs> well, I spent my seven minutes in heaven in the closet, but yes. 47 minutes in heaven. And if we're if we go less than 47 minutes, it's just silence until you hit 47 <laughs> minutes. That's great. I'm sure that'll <laughs> propel us forward. It's, oh my god! I just looked over and saw all the bears over there. Yeah. Sorry, it was bright, shiny. Thing. It's our studio audience. I know. <laughs> wait, wait. Our studio audience, as I'm looking at, is Taylor Swift, cut out Santa Claus, Santa Claus, teddy bears. About I'm looking at about ten of them, and Adam Levine. I'm just saying, it's not bad. If that was our audience, I'd be okay with that. I like for our, life. Yes, Santa, Taylor, Adam, and teddy bears. Mm-hmm. I interrupted you. Again, and I, <laughs> I can't I, help that. I oh, went, ooh, teddy bears. No. Uh, so all of those dystopian um, community stories where, like, they match people according to their genetics and then they breed so that, like, the planet has, like, these gray humans. What the F are you talking about? I watch about? a lot of Netflix. Oh, this is not real. No. I'm like, I have but no I idea what society it, you're talking about right now. I want it to be real. What Netflix show is this? There are so many shows. I'm trying to think of what the specific show was. Okay. It's, it's, You'll it's have a blur. to tell me after. Um, I think we've discussed the fact that I ingest a lot of Netflix. Like, so much Netflix so that when someone says, oh, have you seen this? I'm like, oh, yeah, saw it. Like, it's just kind of my pop culture side. Right. <laughs> so, like, right now I'm watching iZombie. I'm on season three. I only started watching this, you know, eight days ago, and I'm already on season three because I just ingest it, like, really quick. That's what I do. It's on in the shower. I'm in the shower. I'm listening to it, getting married. Like, I'm not actually engaged, but 
I know enough. how people listen to us. Not actually engage, but it's on in the background. <laughs> right. That's I know what we're going for here. To have a conversation. But I these dystopian shows where they engineer these relationships and it's supposed to be horrifying. I'm like, this is great. Because we're sitting here like, where's our smart person who's going to challenge me? If we were in the dystopian land, we'd already be with them. I guess so. Probably. Like, I want smart, but not not full of themselves smart, too smart. Like, I need somebody on my level and maybe a little bit above. What is or that? Or maybe they know different things than I do. I'm going to tap into your Jewishishness. Yeah, Jew- I'm a Jewess. Jewish-ishness. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, what is that thing where that person puts the people together? A shidduch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like you're hocking up a loogie. I want one with of the she word in front of it. I Shit want off. one of those, and I promise my expectations will not be too high. Like you tell me who my perfect person is, and I will be like, sure. Well, the problem with those is I think they actually back when I was younger mm-hmm. and I was going to a religious school, and we weren't quite that religious, but I was involved in that community. I knew some people who were matched up that way, and it was like, okay, you're single. You're single. There wasn't that much, I feel, that went into it. Like, I don't think there was big interviews because, like, in our situation, the person would have to be compatible with our careers. Mm. And their situation is the woman is going to stay home and have children. Uh Aha. And, like, (laughs) is this man going to take care of her? Yeah. Um, I hate to say it, but if you're set up that way and they're making a match, like, looks... You kind of just go with who you're set up with. And it's, I don't care about looks, it's, remember. It's very um, fiddler on the roof-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've okay. been talking a lot about myself. I know. I want to hear about you cutting your toenails and leaving them around <laughs> <laughs> and being gross. <laughs> and is that normal or should somebody be upset over that? Um. Okay, quick story. <laughs> but then you have to contribute something, too, because I've been just talking. This is another... So. Oh, I feel like I just got in trouble. No. You have to contribute too. Oh man. I, I didn't talk a lot. I didn't mean it that way. I'm just not you know oh, is this our first fight? No. <laughs> as much as I have talked about dating apps and like finding the right person, I am in a relationship with Yeah, we're just having fun with with it. someone. Yeah. And uh we have very different lifestyles. He he believes me to be very messy which I do not believe myself to be. <laughs> um, but I was I was cutting my toenails in the living room um, while I was watching Netflix, and then I gathered them into the palm of my hand and threw them into the trash can. So apparently between the couch and the trash can, one sliver of toenail fell to the floor. And I did not notice. If I had noticed, of course, I would have picked it up and and put it where it belongs. My boyfriend, days later, discovers it on the floor and loses his mind. First, because he doesn't know what it is. Secondly, because, oh my God, it's a toenail. And when he realizes what it is, he throws it in the trash and immediately washes his hands for like 10 minutes. (laughs) And I'm like... Considering that we are in a relationship and living together, why is my toenail in the palm of your hand such a biohazard compared to what we have done in the past with each other? 
I don't know. He he would not do well in my home because before the race the other day, my run, I always have to cut my toenails down or like they bleed. Yeah. They cut into each other. So I always do this because it's always something I think of right before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. So I'll trim them. And I do the same thing. I collect them. Usually I'll have like a napkin or something like that. Yeah. Right? It's maybe five steps from my bed to my bathroom. Mm -hmm. But it just seems like too much to do for me (laughs) before I go to bed. Like I have my routine and that's just something that's not normally in it. So I took my little napkin and I put it on my nightside table to be thrown away the next morning. They're still sitting there, a little pile of my toenails, mm-hmm. which sounds disgusting, and I understand this. And if an, if like, if like another human being left a pile of their toenails on my nightside table, I'd probably be a little bit grossed out about it. But but here's the thing. So maybe those... I'm not the right person to give you a perspective because I leave my toenails hanging around. But those toenails were previously on your toes. If you were laying in bed with someone and your your naked toenail touched them, they wouldn't immediately. You wouldn't jump up, jump and, up. and take a sh- five showers afterwards, right? And scrub yourself down, no. And so what is the big deal that it's been off my body now for an indefinite amount of time, and you have now come in contact with it? OCD. Hmm. It's an OCD thing. I. Minus my own toenails, vacuuming my house yesterday. I don't know how many cat toenails and dog nail clippings mm-hmm. and God knows what other grossness from those animals that I cleaned up. See, I feel if you have animals, you just kind of have to accept there's a level of disgustingness that's going to go on in your house. Mm-hmm. Whether it's hair tumbleweeds going down the, your wood floor mm-hmm. or your dog decides that it needs to scoot its butt across the floor and with that comes a nice little line of poo or anal glands half the time, or the cat gets angry and pees on your curtains or your couch or my nice blouse, which yeah. is what I discovered the other day. I will tell you I can tolerate more from animals than people, mm-hmm. but if, you, if you're going to have animals in your home, you got to bring the OCD stuff down a notch or two because mm-hmm. it's there's no way you can live up to that standard yeah of cleanliness i forgive you and your single solitary toenail i would only if you supported me if we were in a relationship lesbian or not (laughs) i would accept your your toenails your acrylic nails they could lay around yeah i'd forgive i'd give you that i'm i appreciate that about you i just (laughs) like i don't really have to paint the picture though when you are physically involved with someone the things that you do you do that involve your body coming into contact with their body. This is like not a big deal. They're not getting anything out of your toenail laying on said floor. So, yeah. you know, maybe if he had a toenail fetish, we'd be having a very <laughs> different conversation oh, right now. Oh, yes. Yes. So one thing we haven't talked about today. Are you wearing underwear? No. And you that's can, it. It's, we're out. We're yeah, out on that. We're out. 